right back, Charlie. Definitely. People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Come on, Ian. <laughs> so, there's always just that active red light. Defending, I think, is like. I know we're upset about the news, the alleged news. Smash the like button, comment, let me know your thoughts, people. One more spin of the intro, light up the mood, let's go again. Like the big man Ian Wright just said there, people deluded, I'm back again. Appreciate you lot, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube, smash the like button, make sure you're cross-following, make sure you're following on Kick as well. We need 75 followers on that and about five hours and then we can start monetizing that platform and making our brand a lot better, people. Uh, yeah, man, again, you lot can see the title. I'm pretty sure you lot have a lot of thoughts, so let me know your thoughts. While I like to cover the news and I definitely enjoy my own voice, we've got over 8,000 videos on my channel. You lot make the platform you lot make the live streams as i always say you know what is said in the papers and what's actually happening in the footballing world are two different things the hustle is free the dream is sold separately until you see eyes dotted and t's crossed for any player regardless of every journalist speaking you know you, you, we're going to get into the caicedo stuff what caicedo is a target caicedo a target suddenly you see some spanners in the works and every journalist suddenly knew that it wasn't happening what i would say to arsenal because i don't i, I probably have said the same things again big up my regular viewers where Caicedo, or better yet, the position Caicedo plays for it, for all that he can play as a right back and all of that jazz and Declan Rice and what he could do. I need midfield addressed as a minimum at this football club. Or you can forget giving a good account of yourself in the Champions League. You can forget challenging for a title. This more of the same will happen. So as long as you bring me a number six and a number eight on top of probably reinforcing defence and the other things, I am cool with that. Half of the players we're linked with, they're all linked with other clubs. There's a spanners in the works. And as I've previously said, I expected Caicedo to go to Chelsea. I've said it again. I can't, I've said it before. I don't think you can just look at Arsenal and how attractive we are and Chelsea and disarray and having to rebuild and just assume because we look a lot more rosier that Chelsea and for all players won't be an attractive uh, uh, prospect. Let's, you got to remember from a lifestyle point of view, Chelsea are in London. You know, I hate to say it and I definitely hope it's not the Roman Abramovich type era, but Chelsea never lie down for long as a footballing club. You got to remember they're in London from a lifestyle point of view once again that's an attraction to footballers wives and footballers as, essentially as well and Chelsea will be back in the Champions League and that goes for everyone where you know if the top six are all fighting for players it can go either way where for me this Havertz stuff is concerned I like Havertz I like the I like what we could potentially use Havertz for 
But I can't disagree with some comments. Not that Chelsea need funding. You know, you're giving Kaiseido, you know, you're basically giving them the means, not that they need it to go and grab Kaiseido. Havertz, again, it's a thing where if we do sign him, we have to wait and see. But immediately right now in June, it's not that I can't see what he can add to the squad, but I don't see how he makes us better beyond the obvious. We, You know, Kaiseido, you could see it with a long-term uh, Partey replacement. Declan Rice, in hindsight, might even be the six and Havertz is the eight. And then we're reinvesting funds elsewhere, really and truly. Really. So as long as there's a plan, there has to be a plan, really and truly. The only thing that could make me feel a lot more happier is if with Jude Bellingham announcing his Real Madrid, is well, his presentations going on, you go and get Chiuameni, which is a dream. Maybe we're saying, because you, you know what, Declan, we need more than just Declan Rice in the squad in general. And we need, in terms of his physicality on, on top of his technical ability, we need that uh, in abundance, really. It's not just a case of one midfielder and done. Potentially with Declan Rice coming in, and obviously having El Nene at least for another year, and obviously Thomas Partey is contracted until 2025, decisions need to be made. Maybe we're parking off an additional midfield addition or two sixes for, for 12 months, and we'll use the next 12 months to assess targets. Obviously, we're linked with Lavia. Apparently, it's going to cost 50 odd million. We're going to cover the news and all of that stuff in a second, people. Um, but yeah, that's my two pence on the matter, man. Both Mikel and Arteta are mediocre. You see what happens when you let anger con control you. It's not making sense. Unless Mikel Arteta is, there's two people. Yeah, man. You're likely to lose out on Rice. Um, So you pull out of Caicedo, make it make sense, DG. We don't know. What I would say, we all know Declan Rice is going to come down to the money. Put up or shut up. You can have as many conversations. He can be attracted to Arsenal. He can want to stay in London. He could talk to all the England colleagues that play for Arsenal as much as he wants. If you can't agree something for Declan Rice with West Ham in terms of a fee, it's all a myth, really and truly. Smash the like button, people. So we knew what it was going to come down to. And, and as I always say, until a man is holding the scarf, saying he grew up watching Thierry Henry, but hey, we can only talk about, in theory, what he or anyone else would bring to the squad. Shout out you lot. This is starting to taste familiar. It's like your missus cooking is meaty and every dish tastes is the effing same. Best centre mid in the league now. We don't want him, even though Cash is there. I wouldn't quite say Declan Rice is the best centre mid in the in, in the league. He sounds for Arsenal, he might be. Big up, deluded chief. I think Arsenal must try to sign Hoysland, Lavia, Caicedo, Viga, Kudus and still that young boy from Manchester United, Pelisteri. Probably not going to get him. I would love Lavia. I would love Caicedo. I'm a big fan of Kudus and, and, and Gabby Viga, even though you can't see all of that happening. Where Hoijlin's concerned, having just... 12 months ago, brought in, uh, brought in, uh, Jesus, obviously bringing in in January, Mar uh, man said Martinelli, uh, Trossard, you can play as a striker. Obviously, if you get Havertz, you can play a bunch of roles, much less up front. Probably means we're not going for that more physical out and out number nine that I and some of you would love. Typical Arsenal way. I mean, they've got to have, listen, as I always say, I'll shut my mouth until the end of the window. I'll entertain all of these news, views, gossip. I'll shut my mouth until the end of the window. Make September come and areas are not addressed. As I keep saying, as a minimum, central midfield and the defensive reinforcements then my expectations for next season are more of the same in that I think we'll give a good account of ourselves. Ultimately, a couple of injuries, a couple of losses of form, a couple of turbulent periods. And it's it's essentially really and truly more of the same, really and truly. So, yeah, man, obviously, Edu is going to... I don't think Arsenal fans, unless he was to bring in Lionel Messi and Mbappe, would wholeheartedly love Edu. I'm not expecting... Speaking for myself, not expecting a man to get everybody in and everyone out, but significant business needs to be done, especially where top targets are concerned. I can't sit here and say Arsenal have never obtained their top targets. You know, we wanted Odegaard, we wanted uh, we wanted uh, Benjamin White, we wanted Ramsdale, we got it done. But for every one of them, there has been the Caicedo in January. There was scrambling for Douglas Louise last summer in the last couple of days of the window. Obviously, Rafinha were bidding for a 
man that's head was turned by Barcelona. And at the time, because Chelsea were in the Champions League, wanted them second, and we were the sloppy thirds, let alone seconds, really and truly. So where the top targets are concerned, Edu needs to pull his finger out. You've done great work committing the Sackers, the Martinelli's, the Salibas on paper to new deals. Hopefully we can get some players out where the Pepe's and people that stays on number that the club are done. Looks like we will get some money from Xhaka and he probably won't confirm his move to Germany until we bring someone in. But I can't begrudge fans for expecting more of the same. Window started as expected. Low ball West Ham, drop interest in Caicedo. Fun Chelsea to buy him with overpaying for a cast off flop. Standard, this is the Arsenal way. You lot are not happy, man. Typical Arsenal. Shout Roger. Every transfer window is the same thing with KSE, Edwin Arta at the helm. I literally I add Mudrick to that thing about top targets as well. I literally can't believe that after only the first day of the current window that Arsenal have been disappointed. I mean, it's not just us. There's many different talking points. And as I said before, what seems that is going to happen in the media and what's actually happening in the in the, in the footballing world are two different things. Uh, where Arsenal and every club is concerned, it's poker face season. Whether that's the Chelsea players they're letting go, whether that's agreeing to deal with, with everybody. It's early doors, man. It's the calm before the storm. Everybody's playing poker. Everybody's playing chess. I'm not saying that to be upbeat, but that's just... The reality of it. Bro, DG, I've had enough of this rice deal smelling like Suarez where we refuse to meet the release clause nor, nor City are lurking and this Caicedo thing is smelling like Kante in 2016. But hey, it is what it is, man. If if Chelsea get Caicedo, congratulations to such, man. Don't forget to check out the YouTube community tab, people. Again, if Matisse doesn't pull out, um, we're going to record a little video in relation to Havarts and things like that. I've just dropped a link because... Again, I spoke with a West Ham fan yesterday about what Declan Rice can bring to the can bring to the the table. A man had to build a tall one. Listen, just relax. It's a nice day in the United Kingdom. Grab one of these and just cool off, man. You know, what's the point stressing yourselves? I understand it's easier said than done. We want Arsenal to kick on. We love this football club. Football fans in general, we love our clubs. But just cool, man. You know, we can't control anything. We can't bring players in. We can't get players out. I'm not saying you can't be upset. I'm not saying you can't be upbeat. But what shall be, shall be. Remember, we support the club. The club don't support us. And as I said, for me, until the, the end of the window comes, then I'll have some stronger opinions. I don't know what Edu is doing, but at the same time, you know, as I always say, with Arteta, we can see what you do on a football pitch. If you win a game or not, there's question marks. The same with the players. We don't know what spanners are thrown in the works where Edu's deals are concerned. But end of the day, he picked that role. DG, would you even say Havertz is an eight, though? Right now on paper, he's clearly a, a false nine, isn't it? That's where he's played the bulk of his Chelsea side this season um, in football in that Chelsea side. There is a lot to like about him. I think he's... Let's start with a bad, in fact. Clearly can't finish. He, I do like the fact that he makes runs into the box, but he can't finish. Now, Arteta, you've shown you can get Odegaard goals. Martinelli can score some goals. Saka can score some goals. Xhaka on paper bringing goals. Whatever he was doing with them and there... If you sign Havertz, that's what needs to happen, really and truly. He can play all about the place, and he said that as well. Check out my previous vids; we've spoken about it. But what is he? Is I know in the modern day you got to be multifunctional, but what is he? I would describe you as a ten or an eight. But if you've been playing as a false nine, it is where it is. It's not the physical striker I would look for. It's probably not the number eight I would look for. But I'm not going to sit here and lie. I think there's a lot of at 24 years of age. I think there's a lot Havertz can bring to the squad, and there's a lot of stuff I like about him. But immediately, if if right now in June. And don't forget, people also reacted to the Premier League fixtures being announced as well. Check out that vid. But right now, on the 15th of June, if we're looking about, you know, assuming everybody's fit at this football club, where does Havertz play? Does he start? For the money he's going to be on, for the fee, 60-odd million quid, where that could be reinvested elsewhere. I hope to God, Mikel and Edu have a plan or you're going to have to face the music. I know people are getting at KSE, 
But for the last couple of years now, as much as I might criticise historically how they've ran the club, money's been there. You know, money was there to give Aubameyang a new deal and then rip it up. Money was there to go for Mudrik. It's not their fault that you couldn't get that over the line. And I'm not necessarily criticising Arteta and Edu. Money was there to bid 75-odd million for Caicedo. You can't blame the Cronkies for the timing of that bid if Brighton are telling you that the man's not for sale. Likewise, you can't blame them for Edu and Arteta going for Douglas Luiz towards the end of the window. Money's been there. You can't blame them if you go and spend 60 million on, on Havertz and 100-odd million on Rice. Bro, you can't blame them, really. Money's been there. Anything that has happened on the sporting front is a result positive or negative of Arteta Edu and the people around them if I'm honest with you Edu and Cole need to go they're doing what we knew they do and that messes up deals Arsenal believe that the player wants to come to them so we'll wait for the rice and pay what they will wait for rice and pay what they they want Chelsea probably using Havertz money for Caicedo licking their lips you were giving Matisse for Havertz them licks you were giving for Matisse, I can't, I, yeah, man. It is where it is, but it's a biased thing. If he signs for Arsenal, he's lit. Shout out Matisse, man. Uh, Kudos, DG, big up to you. Look, kudos, better yet. Caicedo to Chelsea, rise to City if this happens, my head's gone. Listen, I'll be upset to a degree, but these things happen. This is the reality. By all means, go after these household names. Everybody wants them. As I keep saying, my problem is, I don't want to hear we tried for Rice and there's nothing else here. Like has been the theme. There's a million players out there. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. Go and make sure that you bring people in. Eight and a six, as I keep saying, I'm not trying to get hung up on names, man. Really and truly. My faith is major. Shock, shook today after today. Low ball in West Ham. Then with this Caicedo bombshell. We can't be dependent on party and El Nene. Boy, psh. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Based on reports, we're paying 120 million for Rice and 60 for Havertz. That would be underwhelming for 180. We won't sign Rice and we'll sign more 20, 30 million youngsters and hope and hope like we usually do. It's ridiculous. We'll get Ruben Neves. I mean, he's available allegedly for 25 million quid. Just move on to Zubamendi and others. Chat overreacting. 100 million for Rice is nonsense when there are more affordable and decent options out there. I mean, you could spend 50-odd million on Zubamendi, but reports are saying he wants to stay at Sociedad at least for the next season incoming. They're in the Champions League. you got to remember, for players that have a chance of playing for, for their countries in the Euros, moving can either have a detrimental effect or it could boost your chances of getting in the squad, really. Whoever gets Caicedo win the Premier League in the next few years, he's a good player. But last time I checked, and he would give them a boost. But last time I checked, you need 11 players out there. He's only one man, essentially. Big up DG. To me, it's the same story every year. We miss out on our obvious targets. And when we sign one or two players, everyone will calm down. Why the F we're buying Havarts anyways? Well, I wish I could ask Mikel Arteta or Edu. Unfortunately, I can't. Just like you lot, we're here. Dropped interest in Caicedo to buy Havarts. I feel like throwing up my lunch. Everyone relax, man. Everyone relax. Everyone relax. It's disheartening, to be honest, going for players and getting rejected. But again, I hear that. But what I would say in Arsenal's defence, the first bid is typically turned down. And for all of the journalists adding their, their five pence to stories, until you see a man holding a shirt and signing on the dotted line or breaking news, you have to control your emotions. Really and truly. Kai shouldn't be our second, our first, second or third or fourth or fifth signing. But hey... Is what it is. Looks like Lavio and Anna will be brought in. But if you get me a six or an eight, I'm a happy man. These missed target list is looking brazy. Gamares, Caicedo, Rafina, Mudrik. If we had them all in this squad, you know, you're going to miss out on players. I was a massive fan of Edu as a player for us, but he's running out of free credit. But hey, it is what it is, really. Edu must have found something. He must have something, man. Pulling out of the rice of the Caicedo deal to focus on Havertz is crazy. But again, how... What I would say in the club's defence, and I agree with you, and it is annoying, 
yeah, we bidded in January. Yeah, we hear there's interest, but we've actually bidded for Rice. We've actually been in talks for Havertz. You haven't seen any of, for all the alleged interest that we still hold an interest in Caicedo and all of that jazz. You haven't heard we bidded. So when we remove our love for the player as fans, you know, and we look at the cold-hearted data, unless there's something ongoing in the background, we're never going for the man, really, which is a shame in itself. This is the same reaction chat had over losing Mudrick and then what happened beginning of the window, just calm down. You can't, football's an emotional game. Really and truly, oil money ruined football, really. You know, because there's a lot of owners from different countries and different realities. You know, football was ruined a long time ago, really. And it's like we said yesterday, you either, rightly or wrongly, this is the market now. We all know Declan isn't worth 100 odd million quid, but this is the market. You either find alternatives that are a suitable standard. You buy these players, obviously not rice, but you buy these players before they become standout names and beat the market. Or you have alternatives or you sit and cry. I'm just resigned to the reality. This is how Arsenal runs and whatever we say isn't going to change it. Just a big sigh of disappointment. Flattered to deceive, but all the Premier League, boy, we'll never improve it is. Well, it is. Get Kai Sado to cover Sack. Sorry, get DRB. I'm reading two things. Get DRB to cover Saka. Get Rice and Kai Sado. Then Gurhi for Saliba. If, only, if it was that easy, then you're good. I can't lie, bro. I can't understand the rest of what you're saying there. Respectfully, Zuba Mendy doesn't want to leave Sociedad for Barcelona. It makes you think he'll leave them for Arsenal. There you have it. The man don't want to leave, really and truly. In two years, you can make Havertz into a nine, but you don't have two years. His skill set is mad, but his execution is poor at the moment. Might have to do a pet thing. I mean, they've got to have a plan, in it? Because 200-odd grand a week, 60-odd million quid. Not that. It's not my money. I don't give a flying monkeys. Fans will banter if it doesn't work, but relation to the football club i like i care about delivery i don't care if a man signed for a pound or 200 million pounds they've got to deliver and with us being in the champions league i hope arteta's got an ace of his sleeve he showed me enough to say he can improve players but he's not a miracle worker essentially and i'm not saying he won't get something out of Havertz. the man's not a miracle worker not every player that looks like a decent player but they're in a bad situation he's going to be able to improve he is but you know this is the market at this moment in time. There'll be big money signings like Rash. You know, Grealish weren't worth 100 million. Killing Mbappe for all his ability weren't worth the money PSG spent at that moment in time. Potential's the biggest buzzword in today's day and age. The man signs, you do the job. It does not matter about the price tag. No one gives a flying monkeys about Alisson or Van Dijk's price tag. They do care about Ndombele's, Pepe's, Maguire's because that man, they are crap. These guys are ridiculous. What have they been talking to West Ham? They want 100 million. Why put in a crap bid? A lot of conflicting reports. This inflated market is due to PSG and Manchester City spending over the 10 plus years. I mean, they're main culprits, but they're not alone. Arsenal spent a lot of money. United have spent a lot of money. You probably say the whole Premier League, essentially. You know, the Premier League are getting richer. Other people are not. Why do we... Why is this not coming up? Sorry, Filthy Gears. What a name. Why do we move so weird in the market? We know the price, but bid way under all the time. I mean, that's how negotiations work. But at the same time, you're wasting everybody's time, really and truly. And the thing with West Ham, if I put myself in West Ham's shoes, I don't really give a flying monkeys where Declan Rice wants to go. If I'm honest with you, I'm selling to the highest bidder by all means. If Arsenal put down an offer, that is great. You want to go there, you want to stay in London. You've agreed personal terms. You love Mikel Arteta's, what he's doing in the team. Do your thing. But... You know, West Ham have to rebuild. They're probably going to have to sign a few players on top of what they were probably going to do in the market, regardless of what happens with Declan Rice. You're probably waiting for Chelsea, for Man United, for City, if they are interested to drive up the price. You know, this is the reality. You knew what was going to happen. Get on with it. Boy, I better see Xhaka staying until players come in. Boy, it's going to have to, isn't it? And in the same way I praise Mikel and the lads when they do good things, you you got to make sure this works, people. We've got 36 likes. There's over 200 of you in the chat. What's going on there, folks? 
One love to everyone who's hit the chat. You man are just stressing yourselves out. Tomorrow more news will pop up and you'll get rattled again. Wait for the facts. You, you can't, you know, very few things in life and, and respectfully not to be ageist, but very few things in life can make grown adults, men and women behave like children than football. Football makes man cry. It, it, you know, it's got people. Some of you are at your desk. You're probably, you know, your managers are probably asking, where's the spreadsheet? You probably want to tell him to suck out, really, because the declaration, what you heard 24 hours ago to now is different. There's many twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I'm not saying Rice is going to sign or anyone else, but things change. And I said this in, in January. If you looked at the papers, Mudrick signing for Arsenal, Cody Gapo going United. What happened there? What's, what's put out in the papers and these journalists and things and what's actually happening in the market or in the footballing world, if you're Edu and his counterparts at all clubs, are completely different things. So you have to see, man. The only way I can see why we did this is because we have a huge, huge next bid for Rice and we know we can't afford both. I mean, really and truly, man, you know, 60-odd million for Havarts, 100-odd for Declan Rice. Whether I believe Caicedo's a better investment or not, you knew the money weren't really going to stretch because there's probably other areas that Mikel Arteta has to invest, really, you know. For you know, tomorrow we'll probably see Warchest stuff. I won't be streaming with Matisse, it will be on a it will just be a quick vid, man. As Arsenal fans are so delusional, we're looking at Havertz. Nicholas Pepe has more goals and assists than him in all comps. Apparently, West Ham won 120 million for Rice, and we've pulled out of the Caicedo deal. We ain't getting either. But they, listen, when they were going into you know, we didn't just wake up today in June or May and say, Oh, this is what we're doing. Edu, Arteta and Cole, they've probably been assessing, like other clubs, assessing their targets in the last few months or even a year in advance. You had to be braced on the best case scenario. If you did want Kai Sado and Rice, you get them. You get one of the two or you get none. As I keep saying, this is why I will shut my mouth until September. But regardless, if you don't bring certain things in, there's problems. It is what it is, man. I didn't say I'm willing to spend anything. I don't know what you're saying. I don't control Arsenal's board. This board is incompetent. Mark my words, bro. We're going to go from Rice to, to Zubamendi. Anyone remember the Thomas Lamar deal? Same old Arsenal. There you have it, man. Bro, how much time is it? Please stop trolling. I'm uh, not trolling. Stop spamming, sorry. You're saying the same comment. Please, man. You're ruining the good footballing chat that we have, man. Uh, so it is what it is. West Ham won 120 million for Rice, or they'll accept 100 million plus a player, maybe given Pepe. They're not going to take Pepe, bro. Like, they're not going to take... I would love it. They're not going to take Pepe. You'd have to be an idiot. Like, Pepe's a talented player, but you'd have to be an idiot. You know, I'm sure it'd be great for us. You know, West Ham, not that they've been linked with him, you know, they're probably in a position to give him anything close to the 140k a week they has, but he'd You'd be an idiot to buy Pepe, give him wages or a wage bill, give Arsenal a suitable transfer fee. But this is why there's incompetence, really. Again, I'll give the club the luxury because it's the, the start of the market. I'm not going to get hung up on names. Um, but when it, when it comes to the end of the market, things need to have need to be brought in. Screw Havarts and pay what's needed for Rice. The misery mentality needs to go now. We're tired. DJ, if we get Havarts, do you think your theory of Odegaard being groomed to play left eight will happen and then Havarts goes into the 10 slash eight role? I, in hindsight, you know, in an ideal world, you know, like you kind of see with City now, obviously we're not Manchester City, our players are not Manchester City players, but there's, and I know they've got Haaland now, but when you look at half of their players, Gundogan's played up front, obviously plays is stronger in midfield. The same goes for Kevin, you know, Bernardo's played all over the place. Foden's played all over the place. We know he's going to end up centrally. Jack Grealish has occupied the left-hand side, but he can play everywhere. Now I'm starting to feel, and it's not going to be the same, um, it's not going to be the same, but when you look at it, 
is Arteta trying to build a team of multifunctional players? Now, don't get twisted. Man need to be able to lock down one role well and then flirt and play other things. Like Gundogan, he can perform in midfield and then he can go do his thing. If you've got Fabio Vieira, which the jury's still out, Smith-Rowe, who needs to get over his injury problems, Odegaard, who done quite well last season, and assuming you bring in Havertz, you've got players that can play all about the place um, and play in the kind of similar roles and they're all quite different. Maybe that's that's maybe that's maybe the angle. I, I really don't know, man. Really and truly. We're not getting Mbappe, man. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. We'd love it. You got a chance when he's when he's probably 37 or something. We don't need Caicedo. You're lying to yourself. We again, I don't want to say we necessarily need Caicedo, even though I believe we do, but he's a six on top of everything else. You're lying to yourself if you don't believe we need a six. I'm happy to utilize El Nene in the squad in a minimalist role. Part A is the guy. Declan Rice would come in and give us an option, but we do need that. You know, we struggle with physicality. You know, if you want to try and play football against us, we do our thing. But as you've seen, we struggle with physicality. We shot for a bunch of reasons we lost to Everton away. But you saw that Everton away. You saw that with Southampton at home. You saw, you know, you saw that with Declan Rice's West Ham away. There's got to be a coincidence. Ironically, we've been linked with half of these players. You know, there's got to be a coincidence. Anytime there's a bit of physicality, we're in trouble. And I'm not just talking about bucking six foot man in midfield. Any look, Brighton at home, anytime a man, a team wants to kind of get at us, if you sit back, Arsenal could play you off the pot. The problem is the reality is now the game has is, is all about systems. It's all it's like Wenger said a few years ago. It's all about like it's like NBA high turnovers. So as much as I like the Arteta ball and things, there has to be a degree of adapting to that. Even the way we press, pressing is not going to go to the, the, the level it can until you address the midfielder. I, I genuinely feel like a broken record here, folks, because I've said it and I'll say it again on wax. Like Until Arsenal address that midfield, you will not see Arsenal progress to the level they need to. We're going to live or die by this midfield. You're not even, you know, you saw us score 80 odd goals last season. You saw players have standout years in terms of double figures. That that flirted the idea of what we can can become. We're not going to be, or better yet, we're not going to reach our full potential in an attacking size size. It's attacking um, sort of form or a defensive form until midfield's addressed. It's not as much as I love what Mikel Arteta is doing and the system. You know, we all know we need to adapt to squad. As much as I like it, if your system is contingent on one player not being there. Is it the solid, most solid of systems? I love Saliba. I think if we had Saliba fit, we might have done a bit better in the Premier League. But I genuinely believe it's very naive to expect to, to assume we were poor defensively just because Saliba's gone. Obviously, it had a knock-on effect, but we're an improved defensive side. We're not necessarily a good one, you know. And if we, you know, in comparison to the years we've, you know, years Arsenal have been trash, of course, we're a massively better defensive side. But if we're looking at a team that's expected to be competitive, we're not there. We're not there. Even when you look at the season that's just gone and the season before that, we actually, we, we've scored a lot more goals. We actually, there's not too much different with clean sheets. So there's so many things that go deeper than just bringing in players. If bringing in players was half the job, Arsenal, the Man United, I don't know for Spurs in it because them two teams I said before are lit, but they'd probably be back doing what they're doing. It don't work like that. DG, when are you going to do a live stream with a Q&A about your thoughts on the world? You really seem down to earth and grounded with big boy knowledge. Appreciate that. I don't think anyone wants to hear my, my thoughts about the world, mate. But not, nonetheless, one love, man. 100% DG midfield is paramount, dictating, pressing and tracking back. Exactly. So it's like, you know, by all means, you have to have your way of playing football. But are we going against the grain if we're trying to do this romantic stuff where the game is about physicality now? And when I say physicality, it's not just about brutes flying into tackles. El Nene can stay for the squad. I'm not going to lie to you. Towards the tail end of the season or some games, there could have been times to bring on El Nene. One thing I like about El Nene, he knows he's meaty. Sell Smith, bro. Allow it. 
If we sign Havart Smith for us to go, he's 22 in these games to develop Lowit. Declan Rice is a better six than Kaiseido, in my opinion. More height, physicality, and equally comfortable on the ball. I hear that. Hit the like button. One love to those who have. Those saying Arsenal fans are negative, shut up. For once, this club needs to start acting like a big club. This penny pinching needs to stop. I mean, if you've bidded 80-odd million, whether you've got it done or not, is that necessarily penny pinching, to be fair? I can understand the incompetence, the frustration of not getting deals done. And I don't, as I always say, I don't tell you what to think. Just think, you can be as positive or as negative as you want about Arsenal season, about what we're talking about now, about, you know, some of big up you lot that don't even support Arsenal, you just rock with me about whatever club. But just think and sometimes consider a reality that is different from the one you're projecting internally. I don't know, really. We don't need Kaiseido. I've seen that respectfully. I disagree. Allegedly, Fabrizio Romano has, has updated, you know, the tapping merchant, which is Fabrizio Romano. I can't lie, every time Ornstein drops a gem, Fabrizio, as much as I love him, and what he does, it seems like he, he he's always got the details. Like, all you know, the Ben Jacobs, all of these guys of this world, you know, one minute we're getting this guy, that guy, then alternative news comes out, and then all of a sudden, you know, they've known for weeks about certain things. Why? Sorry, people. We'll get into the transfer news in a second, but appreciate you lot for telling me Fabrice Show's providing an update on Havarts. Yeah, it's loaded. So, yeah, what else have you lot said, man? Appreciate you lot. Again, it's just talking points. As long as Declan Rice delivers, who gives a crap? You know, I, do I think Declan Rice is worth 120 million? Could we shop around and find cheaper? Probably. But if that's what Arteta wants, if that's what we've decided, go and get it done and make sure man deliver. Because again, the price tag is wild. You know, it's a, probably a difficult, different conversation better yet. The money in football is, is a madness, you know, really and truly. But this is the reality. It's not my piece. I don't care. As long as you deliver, who gives a crap? Fabrice shows a goal hanger. He's saying City bidding for Rice, allegedly. We definitely want to hear your thoughts about stuff outside football. Appreciate that. But such as what? Appreciate that, man. You lot gassing me. Got the best supporters in the world, man. One love. I mean, big up to United. You know, United's a massive club. I, I can't say the Glazers haven't invested because United have, but they need owners who care in it. So it'll be big up United. There's, looking at it from a neutral point of view, they did their, their fans deserve owners who care. So that gets done. And maybe they could sell their Norwich scarves now, people. DG Arsenal fans shouldn't get rattled by this Kaiseido news. People should use common sense. We bid it for a guy in Jan, so there's obviously a strong desire for him. So let's keep calm. I mean, I've previously said, I think the man's heading to Chelsea, isn't it? But as I said, I need two midfielders as a minimum, you know. Again, assuming Xhaka and Partey stayed at the club, I think you could bring in two free midfielders, personally. A proper out, and I'm talking proper out-and-out out midfielders, not the guys that can play everywhere, guys that are likely to play in the pivot. So we have to see, man. And City, alleged, you know, City players are always big up yourself, Maidenhead. City are always linked with, their players are always linked with moves away, man, really and really and truly. You know, Bernardo, Kyle Walker, Jao Cancelo's days are numbered. You know, Calvin Phillips doesn't want to leave, but allegedly he's thrown into that ring, Laporte, and the list probably goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Have we not got 100 likes, man? You lot are doing me dirty, man. The live streams are going to stop and you lot are just going to get your 20-minute vids. But nonetheless, let's make a timestamp on that and then let's get into this transfer news thingamajig people appreciate you lot again i don't really enjoy talking about the transfer news i enjoy hearing you lots opinions man we're a place for the purists but let's start now people and as i said enjoy the sun man don't let don't let football mash up mash you up man especially as the season's done it's the dream the dream is free the hustle is sold separately, but nonetheless, Arsenal make opening offer for Declan Rice, Manchester City exploring approach. This was six hours ago with David Ornstein. I have done a video covering the bulk of this. Beer tabs, people, no order. We're just going to get through it. 
Arsenal have made an opening offer to sign West Ham captain Declan Rice. This first move follows talks between Arsenal executive Tim Lewis and West Ham counterpart Karen Brady at the Premier League AGM in Hampshire on Wednesday, which was yesterday. Although sporting director Edu and director of football operations Richard Garlick are leading the process. So if you spoke with them, you know what they want. Now get the negotiations done. Premier League champions Man City are also actively exploring an approach for their own of their own of the 24-year-old. The Athletic reported in May that Rice was Arsenal's main target this summer with the club prioritising midfield reinforcements. I like the S, but where's the other duns? Well, to be fair, you've got to deal with bringing in Declan Rice first. Uh, we all know David Sol Sullivan in the aftermath of West Ham's Europa Conference League victory spoke about him and said he's going to go and he's probably played his last game of the club. We all know at this point Declan Rice's contract ends in a year with the option of another one. We all know allegedly in December in the World Cup he spoke on the desire to join a bigger team. We all know David Moyes said it would probably take a British transfer record. At this point, we're repeating the same old things with Declan Rice really and truly. Apparently Fabrizio Romano has said that understand Kai Havertz has, been, has given the green light to Arsenal's contract bid after positive indications. No problem on personal terms. Arsenal and Chelsea in contact. No chance for £75 million, but Chelsea be flexible. Bayern informed but still quiet. Real Madrid are 100% out of the race. Big up for a beat, show. But I think that's just a creative way of saying what you said yesterday and that, you know, if you look at the Athletic article, which I've still got here, Havertz has given indication he's open to moving. Chelsea have given an indication that they're open to selling. We've given an indication whether we want this to happen or not, that we want to get a move done. So it's a bit like, you know, in school, school times where you haven't done your homework or a, a bag of your friends ain't done your homework and one of your friends has and he's telling you to copy, not copy and paste it. It's just remixing really and truly. So there's nothing new there really. You know, we know we're going to give him competitive wages. He's on 200-odd grand a week. You're not going to sign for Arsenal for less at 24 years of age, really and truly. Arsenal need to probably get you on a five-year contract, not the Saka, Martinelli and Saliba thing of four years plus an option, really. And you have to deliver. For what it's worth, initially four hours ago, Romano said Arsenal have significantly advanced on Declan Rice personal terms in the last few days. That's why Arsenal will bid again to find a solution with West Ham. You can talk to this player as much as you want. He can be as keen to join Arsenal as much as he wants. And likewise with Arteta, until you agree a fee with West Ham, this move can't move forward. So it's not, it's quite dead. 80 million was never going to be enough to convince West Ham as they hoped for more than 100 million to sell Rice. He then followed that up and said, Arsenal will bid again after advanced advantage on personal terms discussed with Rice, no doubts. Gunners consider 80 million opening bid as a way to start concrete negotiations with West Ham, but also no timing will be crucial to avoid hijacks. A mistake made more than once becomes a choice and, you know, Chelsea always circling and in this case City. Declan Rice to Arsenal, West Ham reject first bid for captain as Manchester City join transfer race. Apparently the offer falls just short of the asking price of 100 million and we know that they want the bulk of this paid up front and in improper instalments. Arsenal are probably doing the football manager thing. West Ham are also thought to be unhappy about the structure of a deal which contained a number of clauses. I mean, we might as well put if we win Champions League, we'll give you 20 million. We're never going to do that in the immediate future, are we? So, yeah, it's the football manager setting sort of things. Arsenal are expected to return with an improved offer, but it has emerged that Man City are exploring their own move for Rice. Rival interest from City could be bad news for Arsenal, but the Gunners remain confident of securing their top summer target. As I said, if I put myself in West Ham's shoes, I'm going to sit there and say, boy, I do. Cut your barbecue, stop the foolishness. City are onto him. I don't care if he wants to go there or not. We're selling to the highest bidder. I don't really care what Declan Rice wants. We, are, you know, from Declan Rice has made it clear he wants to leave. It's about West Ham getting the best money they can. If that's the money, if that's to Arsenal, if that's abroad, 
They should not give a crap. He's rejected 200 grand a week. And to be honest with you, if I was Declan Rice, it's not that I wouldn't listen to Arsenal, but if Pep's asking for me, I'm going over there. I know living in London and Manny, London's better. Big up the Manny ones, but Pep can improve you. More competitive side. We all know what they've done for the last few years. We all know what they've done in the last few weeks. You'd be stupid to not consider moving there, really and truly. But so you've got one career. What can I tell him? Again, everybody's saying the same thing. We've had a, a, a bid rejected. This article of ESPN has said we've had a 90-odd million bid rejected. Arsenal lead the race for his signature. It don't matter about leading. We need to win it. Pardon me. But their opening offer falls short of that valuation. Sources have told ESPN that the bid comprised of an initial 80 million plus a further 10 million in add-ons. Bayern Munich held an interest, but Rice isn't keen on that. City are expected to enter the race. Sources added Arsenal expected to return with an improved offer for the Gunners, um, for the midfielder, sorry. Um, the Gunners are interested. City are assessing their options and sources suggest West Ham would be interested in a player plus cash deal, which would see Calvin Phillips move, assuming he wants to. We all know he's our top target. We're repeating the same old things at this moment in time. Valencia legal action over Rodrigo. Man, fuck all these racist dickheads, man. But anyways, I, I, coincidentally, I was reading this on The Athletic People and it was speaking about players leaving. Cancelo could leave. Kyle Walker could leave. I know he's got a Spurs tie, but, you know, which. Maybe, just maybe we could do a thing there. But that's a bit irrelevant. Once again, West Ham have rejected Arsenal's low-ball 80 million opening bid uh, plus 10 million add-ons and are unhappy um, at the offer to pay the fee over four years. Some say we're, we're trying to pay it over six years. They want it over two. And once again, Manchester United, Chelsea and Bayern are monitoring. City have been credited with arguably being the second favourites, really. You know, it's nice to be ahead of City in something, allegedly. But until the fat lady sings... Get this wrapped up, people. So, again, I don't want to keep going over these things, people. But for what it's worth, West Ham believe the player is worth a staggering 110 million. And at some point, Arsenal have to be able to walk away, really. Again, we've held talks. We held talks at AGM on Wednesday. Although Arsenal are willing to pay close to West Ham's asking price, their opening offer was believed to be 80 million plus 10 million add-ons. We know West Ham are keen on offering players. We're repeating the same old things at this moment in time, people. 90 plus bond that man find someone else. Arsenal lied to fans, said Rice won't affect Kai Sale deal. Unless I, I, I could be wrong, but has Edu said that? Has Arteta said that? Or has the journalist said that? Because I'm you know, you're right to be frustrated, but how can you say Arsenal lied? Unless we unless Edu's come out and given an interview, it's not making sense what you're saying, my guy. This was said yesterday about Arsenal making a, an opening uh, proposal to Chelsea for, for uh, Kai Havertz. Once again, we hold a strong interest. The pursuit is still at an early, early stage. It's stepped up in recent days following contact with Chelsea and Havertz. So if you go back to what we just, just we said about Romano a few, day, a few moments ago, it's a creative way of saying the same thing. And, you know, really and truly. It's a creative way of saying the same thing. Once again, just yesterday, Arsenal, meanwhile, planned to make West Ham United an offer for Declan Rice soon. There's been positive dialogue around the matter and a bid is expected to be lodged in due course. There is no desire at Arsenal to waste anybody's time. 24 hours later, boy, make your own opinions and smash the like button and let me know your thoughts. And so they plan to formalise their efforts once the situation is in good shape. So we have to see. Uh, once again, Arsenal have withdrawn their interest allegedly in Caicedo. Bit of pill to swallow for some Arsenal fans. Uh, West Ham value him at 120 million and they're willing to take 100 million plus a player. Their, their chest is high in it, but I can't begrudge them. The Times was the ones that have reported Arsenal withdrawing their interest in Caicedo. United and Chelsea are interested. I'd rather United go for him, really and truly. Uh, Manchester City allegedly have entered the race, people, with Arsenal told to stump up 100 million. 
You mess them about, you're going to pee people off. Ben Jacobs has said, Chelsea will advance their pursuit of Caicedo over the coming weeks. Brighton will let Caicedo leave. This was clear when he extended. It's going to take around 70 million guaranteed. Maybe Arsenal can't commit 70 million guaranteed uh, and 10 million add-ons. Caicedo is fully open to the move, even without European football. Would you fancy that? I tried to tell fans. Those close to Caicedo indicate nothing is imminent yet, despite talks ongoing. And, and you've got to remember, while I think he's going to Chelsea and Arsenal allegedly have withdrawn, we've got to remember the agent's probably playing a, a, a game. He's probably playing Brighton, Arsenal, Chelsea and any other interested parties. United have been thrown into it, which they would do well to sign him. Liverpool have been thrown into it. P PSG and Munich. It, it's, it's Everybody is playing. Everyone's got a poker face. Everybody's playing chess, wherever the man ends up, people. So, yeah. Arsenal are focused on Declan Rice despite bidding for Caicedo in January and planning for this summer with him on the list, blah, blah, blah. Chelsea's chance of landing Rice are being played down by multiple sources. Chelsea do have a long-standing interest in him, but the club are working on other priorities as it stands. A source confirmed that City regard Declan as a strong interest, as a strong option. Once again, we've gone over that with Romano. We've gone over that with Romano. Uh, Man City have looked at the possibility of signing Chelsea's Kai Havertz. So that, you know, if Pep wants him, if Arteta wants him, you know, while I've you could have my own opinion. Them man know more about football than us. <coughs> I hope Pep wins. Oi, what happened there? Man United and Chelsea are interested in Caicedo. We've withdrawn for the race. So maybe we've committing whatever for, for Havertz. And if we get over the line with Declan, there's simply not money to go around, which is concerning because we need to get some outgoings. And you still, there's still multiple areas. Apparently, Felix Johnson has said, Arsenal side are adamant they will bid for both Caicedo and Rice, but as revealed earlier today, Chelsea themselves do not believe they'll push for Caicedo after Rice. And as, as, as outlined here from Romano, it's a lot of money for Arsenal. Just have to wait and see how it plays out. 80 for Caicedo, 60 for Havertz, and at 90 to 100 for Rice would be a lot of money for Arsenal. They have to be smart. No one's going to let us do the Bright House payments. So, boy, it is what it is. Where Lavia is concerned, where, you know, we're, I'm, I'm just letting you lot know he's going to become the guy in a lot of thumbnails now. Southampton want at least 60 million euros, 51.5 million quid for Lavia this summer and asking price that for now, Chelsea and Liverpool are unwilling to meet. You probably again, it's early doors in the market. You're probably hoping that Lavia kicks up a fuss at the prospect of playing in the championship versus the Premier League. And obviously, he, I, sh I assume he wants to play in the Euros for Belgium. Are you going to do that playing in the championship? I don't know. Gunner Blog allegedly said, one of the things I learned about Arsenal in this window is that they felt there was one more position in the lines of attack that could be filled. I think if Havertz comes in, he would be that. I think he's a different type of striker and we might see Jesus in more wider, wide positions. I'm here for that, but Caicedo and Jesus, I mean, Havertz and, and Jesus, for as much as I think they're good, they're not known for scoring goals. I think Jesus has the capacity to do a lot more, but he hasn't 11 goals. You know, that's more of what he normally gets. We need 20 plus. Havertz in an Arsenal team on paper, you probably score a lot more, but, and I do like the runs you make into the box, but it's a running joke of his lack of clinical nature. So Arteta, you're going to have to make it work. If we're going to buy anyone from, from Chelsea, I know he looks like he's going for City, scrap the Havertz thing and go for Kovacic. Apparently he's ready to join City. You don't want to join City. Anyone can ball out there, man. You've been at Real Madrid. In, I come and join history merchants, Arsenal, man. An agreement between City and Kovacic has already been reached. And Chelsea seem like they're flogging a lot of players. You know, Gallagher's been linked with Spurs. Mason Mount seems to be United. Obviously, we've been linked with Havertz. And there's a bunch of others, really and truly. Uh, apparently Brighton are aware of Bayern's interest in Caicedo. Initial talks took place. Bayern are monitoring the situation, but also aware of competition from Premier League clubs. I mean, you might as well go over them sides. Sky Germany has said, Arsenal is really considering a transfer of Havertz for the summer. Talks proceeding well. Confirmed Havertz is keen to join Arsenal. Understand the price valuation is about 60 million now. 
I mean, with 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 his unwillingness to sign a new deal, it's a bit crazy. A move to Arsenal is more realistic than Madrid now, you think. Bayern has no plans to enter the race. Still a top relation to his agency. Obviously, he's got the same agents as Mane and Lemire, but the club has other plans. Declan Rice made more interceptions on one possession more times than any other player last season in the Premier League. Just in terms of the physicality and the tenacity, that's what we need. The race to sign Declan Rice has exploded with a second top club, probably City, expected to bid for the midfielder in the next 24 hours after an opening offer from Arsenal was rejected. So you're reliant on Arsenal to make a more competitive offer that West Ham can't say no to. And Declan Rice wanted to pick us over City, which I hope that with having a young family, London aspect and what we're told in the media is true. If I'm Declan and Arsenal and City go for me, why would you, and that kills me to say it, because I support Arsenal, but why would you pick Arsenal over City? The, the only thing I could say is probably game time and the fact that we're doing the youngster thing and any conversations you've had with Arteta. You spoke about wanting to play in the Champions League. I, as much as it kills me, Arsenal have got back into the Champions League after years of not being there. I can't say with absolute certainty that any team apart from City under Pep Guardiola is going to be in the Champions League next season and the season beyond that and probably the season beyond that if he hasn't left by now. You're going to pick up a lot of trophies. You know, yeah, you might not get game time, but you're joining more of a competitive side. You know, big up Arteta. He's shown he can improve players. But Pep's been there, done it. Pep's a, a generational coach. He, there should be no contest. I'm hoping that you prefer London to living in Manny, really. Romano has said, Chelsea are working hard on Caicedo deal. Talks have been taking place for weeks. Nothing done yet. It has always been Chelsea front runners. You see what I mean? Everyone now, Chelsea front runners. Despite rumours of Arsenal bidding the last few weeks, there's been rumours of a bid. I've just seen interest. Arsenal's focus remains on Declan Rice and Havertz. Boy, let's just hope you've got something up your sleeve, you lot. So, yeah, we have to see. He did say on the 5th of June, keep an eye on Chelsea for Caicedo, people. We've gone over that already. We've gone over that already. We've gone over that already. Hella talk. Kai Havertz to Arsenal. Gunners hope June deadline will see Chelsea drop the asking price. Obviously, Chelsea have to sell certain players by a certain date so that they can include those sales in a financial in their financial accounts for the season that's just gone. We're saying the same things. Arsenal are willing to match his 250 grand a week wages. He's keen on the switch. Chelsea are happy to sell and we appear happy to buy. Chelsea need to get rid of players. A bunch of players that have sorry a bunch of players have been linked with a move away from Chelsea and there's probably a bunch of players that will be linked with moves away so it's the same old things really and truly Declan Rice allegedly is aware of Man City's interest but he favours a move to Arsenal he wants to stay in London yeah let's hope so innit no clue why this ain't loading probably the same old BS anyways Secret Scouter said West Ham are looking for around 110, 120 million. If more money is paid up front, then it could be slightly lowered. Arsenal when West Ham continue in talks. The board back Arteta agreement shouldn't take too long. Let's hope so. Uh, in relation to Gundogan, he prefers other options over return to Borussia Dortmund people. He would prioritise a move to Barcelona or Arsenal. For me, you'd be stupid not to go to Barcelona. You know, you've won everything at City. You've played in the Premier League for a number of years. While I'm not saying Arsenal isn't an attractive option for you, you know, if it takes two, three years for Arsenal to turn around and genuinely become a proper competitive team, that's great if you're Saka, if you're Odegaard, if you're them early to mid-20s. Odegaard's got, I mean, Gundogan's got to get his walking stick out. So for me, you might as well go sunny Spain, new league, play under Xavi and Cole. Of course, I'd love to be wrong, but I have to be honest, people. I can't just be biased. Jorginho's been trying to sell a, a move to Kai Havertz. Yeah, probably because you're on sabotaging us as well. Now I'm bantering people, but... Yeah, man, wrapping up the transfer new segment of this. And as you can see, I had to download my other thumbnails. Uh, West Ham have rejected a move for Declan Rice from us. We've called our interest in Kai Sado. We've emerged as the top contenders to sign Kai Havertz. Partey's been linked with a move away all summer and has been linked with a move away again. 
whether that's true or not, especially with us not being able to bring in a midfielder on paper right now, it wouldn't make sense. Bayern have pulled out of the Declan Rice race. Balogun is drawing interest from a number of Italian teams. Once it was Inter, then it was AC, then it was Napoli, and now it's Juventus to replace Vlahovic. We're rivaling PSG for Elise in the summer. Don't buy that personally. We're preparing a bid for Cancelo, where have we heard that before. Perez on the 12th of June said, I hope he signs for Arsenal in relation to Caicedo. Mikel Arteta wants him. He's got all the tools needed to succeed at Arsenal. The club are willing to pay big money for him. And that's testament to his ability. Now, I personally think Arsenal aren't getting him. But we've got to remember agents, advisors, wherever Caicedo or any of these guys we've spoken about, uh, you know, end up. Who are some of the agents' best friends? Journalists. Why? Because they get fans going, they cook up noise and talking points. This happens. Nelson's agreed a new deal. KAs is available for 60-odd million quid. We have been linked with Leicester City's Timothy Cassange. Telemans has gone Aston Villa. So that's one less rumour. We know we're interested in Kai Salo. Uh, and Saliba's allegedly agreed a new deal. So we're going to have to see, man. Like We're really, really going to have to see, really and truly. As I said, always say, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Until you see people holding shirts, control yourselves, folks. And as I keep saying... If you don't get these guys cool, just make sure September, the window ends in September. I feel a lot more confident in our options, especially in midfield. Then I'll really have a lot to say. The Caicedo interest was fan-led. Probably, but we did actually bid for him. Don't want to sell Walker, but if we did, we've got Rico Lewis. Quality player, man. It's not really fair. Remember, Arteta went for Caicedo in the winter window. You know, things can change, man. Deluded Gunnar, Nikola Jovic of the Denver Nuggets. New contract is about 264 million for the duration. What about Arsenal? No ambition. Wish I had an answer. Caicedo is staying at Brighton. We'll go to Real Madrid next year. Arsenal, not a serious club. I mean, it's not just the journalists that are in the know. It's some of you in the comment section. City could buy Lavia next year, but assuming he wants to spend a year in the championship. Big up you lot. And these Cronkay people need to sell Arsenal to people who really love the club and sport and want to see us lifting trophies, not being second or third best. City guaranteed silverware. You're right with that. Even Pep wants Kai. He's got magic. Arteta can make it work. It's true, but man, he's not a biblical figure. And I think he'll go to wherever he drops the most peas, but not just London, because you see it with Lionel Messi not settling in Paris Saint-Germain. And actually, Xhaka with Germany, you can't underestimate what their wives want. You know, Petit came out the other day with it and you can't have it. You can't, you know, you can't advocate. You can't forget about what their wives want and a family aspect. Now for Declan Rice, I know he's got a young family, but it's surely easier when you've got one kid and a, and, and a wife, you know, in your early career. than when you're 29, 30, got four kids, people in college and all these things, you've got to move them. You heard with that last couple of years with Aspilicueta staying at, staying at uh, Chelsea, you know, when he could have went Barca a few years ago, his family were cool in London. So, but I do think it's overplayed. Please, I do you fraud. Leave my club. Tell that to William Free London Clubs. Havertz is a no for me. Gundogan could still comfortably play for City or any team in the Premier League for another two, three years. In my opinion, I watch him weekly. Title chasing Gundogan is on smoke. Can we not go for Caicedo for the same money as that donkey Havertz? Bit harsh, but yeah. But if, if Arteta is saying I want Havertz, then that tells you everything, innit? Rice will not choose us over City just to stay in London. I agree. I think he'd be. I think he'd be an idiot to do that personally. I hope he does, but shh, a career short. Rice will go to City. Mark my words. We have got ourselves into a bid and war. I mean, you look at half the players. There's, you know, there's every players, every decent players wanted by everyone. You know, United with Mason Mount, Liverpool, Arsenal. All these guys wanted him. Caicedo, Lavia, Zubamendi, Declan Rice. You know, Rafinha last summer. 
They're going to be wanted by everyone. Caicedo is better, cheaper, and three years younger than Rice. Get him for 80 to 90 million. But regardless of what, you know, 80 to 90 million or 110, 120 for Rice, it's, it probably comes down to the instalments and how these clubs actually get their money, which is where Arsenal are probably shooting themselves in the foot. I don't know that, but if you're a Premier League side, you know, buying from another... If I'm Brighton or I'm West Ham, I know you lot have money. Pay me up front. I might be a bit more flexible if these men... Sorry for that, people. I'll pick it up after the stream. If these lot go abroad. Edu is off my Xmas card list for now. Don't get this Havarts vibe. Doesn't feel like any sort of an upgrade. I mean... I'm not saying you, but I think people have to look at it with a pinch of salt. I think there's people that will over-sensationalise this signing and I think there's people that will just be a negative la-la land. What I would say, Trossard, Jorginho, Havarts, people of this ilk can only take you so far. Rice won't go to City Arts, Calvin Phillips, why? Arsenal never get the player the majority of the fan base want. I mean, if it was down to the fans, we'd have Ryan Fraser, Owen Coyle would have been manager, etc., etc. at one point. We must get that Rice deal over the line, but I'm baffled by the Havart deal, to be honest. Not sure where he starts or is he just a depth signing. He probably initially starts off as depth, but what I would say to him, for the money you're going to be brought in for, go and take some more space. Because we can all have our opinions. If in hindsight you look decent, fair enough. And rightly or wrongly, what you've seen with Arteta and Edu is that they will make difficult decisions or unpopular decisions, whether that's players coming in, new deals, or, you know, selling players. And it hasn't always gone right. Transfer updates, sending the fan base into a frenzy. I love the talking points it presents, man. But don't, for all your club, all the clubs you lot support, don't make these things make you vex, man. Just accept at face value. That Again, I big up Mandy. What a name. For uh, I'm not going to say the rest of your name, but for the raid, I've just seen that. The hustle is free. The dream is sold separately, man. Uh, listen, you can't, people could, if you're comparing Havertz to, to Den, Def, Dennis Burkamp, then I don't think fans have been old enough to watch him. Difference between Phillips and Rice is Rice can play further up the pitch rather than Phillips, so he can slot into that eight role. And Rice is a twice the player he is. And obviously, unlike Phillips, Rice can actually stay fit. And I am keen to see the next evolution of this City side because there will, when you think of City, obviously, you know, big up Phil Foden and, and Grealish and, and people of that ilk. But you think of Gundogan. Now you think of Haaland, but you think of Gundogan, you think of Kevin, you think of these guys. Grealish, Foden, Haaland, they're all going to take on more senior roles as the years develop. And even, you know, even with Haaland, does it, is, it, is this Real Madrid thing even going to happen? If they get Killian, they've got Endrick, they've got Rodrigo, they've got... Jude Bellingham off topic they've got Vinicius where would he play so it's probably good news Edu, Edu is a joke I mean the window's just opened innit I will be, I will have a lot to say if September deadline comes and areas are not addressed signing Caicedo Rice sorts out a lot of positional problems for two straight years then have arts we can recover funds from sales I hear you and in theory collectively we should bring in a healthy sum but who's really going to bring in significant money into this club in isolation? You're hoping on Balogun with the season he's had. Austin Trusty probably get a couple of million. Patton, a couple of million. Maybe even sell but not Norton Coffee, couple of million. Can't see us bringing in decent sum for Pepe. Obviously, Cedric, we just want him off the books um, and things like that. And, and, you know, it's a thing where, you know, obviously, Lokonga and Tavares could leave. It's a thing where you're just hoping for a collective lump, lump sum, man, essentially. Apart from a lethal striker, we don't need any more attacking options. Scoring is not our problem. We need to solidify our defensive options. I hear you, but a more physical number nine wouldn't go amiss. And although I don't think scoring is a problem of ours, I can't guarantee that we're going to score. The, I, I hope that we are. 
but I can't guarantee we're going to score 80-odd goals next season because barring Saka with the last two years where he scored double figures, I hope Martin Odegaard and Martinelli will score, but that's their first standout periods of goals, 15 between them, 15 goals each, sorry. You know, I don't know if they're going to be up there. Saka's a young player, as great as he is, their man, they are temperamental. I love Jesus, but you haven't shown me that you can, I think you've got the capacity, but you haven't shown me 20 plus league goals. Different steps, uh, different end of the scale, but you know, regardless of what happens with Spurs, Kane is going to get a decent amount of goals. I didn't he get 30 last year. Nobody cares because Haaland's the big bad bully now. You know, Salah, people said he fell off. You can't always look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. There's not assurances like that. So I, I, I don't necessarily agree with your wording, but I agree with what you're saying. Defensively is where everything needs to improve. We need to be stronger to break down. We need to be better on the transition. We need to defend better from set pieces. We need to show get better game management. And a lot of this isn't just down to signings. Uh, signings makes a big part of it, but it comes down to being less naive, man. I just hope there's a method to the madness, which, again, there might be, there might, there might be, sorry, there might not be. But this ain't a knee-jerk thing. They must have known what they wanted to do. And I hope for these lot's sake it works out because for Edu, for Arteta, the Wolves are out. Especially as, you know, uh, Arteta's contracted until 2025. You'd imagine he'd sign an improvement. You know, I don't think people have much time for Edu in the fan base, unfortunately. Jesus, I feel, will get 10-plus a season, but he's not a 10-20-plus player, in my opinion, but he's still a class player to have in your squad. And that's it, but we need to get that, man. The article that said Arsenal pulled out of the Caicedo deal has been deleted. More conspiracy theorists. Big up Bilal, man. But for me, listen, until I see Arsenal fans and Sky Sports tracking cabs and all these things, for me, it just remains talking points. Of course, I, 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 my imagination is aroused with the Declan Rices of this world, the Caicedos. But until a man signed for the club, that's where it stops, man. Chill, Spartan, man. Chill, chill. Hey, hey. Everyone, everyone chill, man. Chill in the chat, man. We're lovers, not fighters. Man said, Owen oh, Coyle, DG, you just gave me a flashback. In my opinion, remember when people wanted us to sign Charlie? And, oh, again, play, clubs get it wrong. Fans sometimes know what they're talking about because the, the, the owners and all these things get it wrong. But if fans had their way, but we'll have some rubs. And goals for all clubs. We'll have some rubs players. You know, Arsenal fans, I'm not going to lie, you lot set high standards, but some of you are easily amused by bullshit if you pardon, pardon my language, you know. I like Jorginho, but some of you make out that it, we're out the hood with that. And some of you overrate Trussard. Some of you overrate a lot of our players. All fans do it. I don't think a lot of football fans hold themselves, to, in, in Arsenal's case, hold themselves to the same high standards you ask of Arteta and they do in your daily lives. And I'm no different. I ain't no hypocrite. Mine are Spartan, but well, let, let's be peaceful in the chat, man. Listen, Edu, the jewelry's out. As I said, I'm not expecting you to do everything but significant business. And for me, can you prove that you can get one of Arteta's top targets? Because we have got them over the line. But yeah, I do think our calls for signing Isaac have been somewhat vindicated. He looked like a good player. He is. He does. Don't get... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I already seen that. What's sad is if Edu and Arteta mess up the transfer window, Arsenal fans will make excuses for them and not hold them to account. I give you praise and critique where fair, innit? And ultimately, I genuinely believe, historically, we can question KSC. We can't act like it's always been rosy. There's been protests. But money's been there. You know, we know what, what KSC do. They get the people in place. Whether it's the right people or the wrong people is another debate. But they get the people in place. They get their little eyes and ears on the ground. In this case, Tim Lewis. And they leave you to their own devices. It's not their fault because money's been there. You even saw reports the other day that they said you can match the, the Chelsea offer for Madrid. They said no, rightly or wrongly. It's not their fault that Rafinha, Douglas Luiz, Caicedo, uh, uh, who else is there? Many a name that hasn't in the last couple of years. It's not their fault. It's not their fault that the season, you know, the summer before, the, the, the season before last, 
that we didn't really bring in anyone in that January. Fortunately, Arteta and Edu learned their lessons and this January did, really. And what I could say, the Wolves are out. There's expectations on the players. There's expectation for now on Edu. This is where he earns his money. And as much as I love Mikel Arteta, there's expectations. Arsenal are not an unknown entity. I'm not saying people expect us to challenge for a league necessarily and win stuff, but you're not a breath of fresh air. People expect the Zinchenko false left back left back stuff and all the other things we've been doing in the team. So we'll have to see, man. It's a long, you know, it's a long season and it's gonna feel like an even longer transfer window. We're only in June. We've got July and August to consider. Hopefully tomorrow it's a lot more rosy for us. Dream realistic window. Milinkovic Savage, them one's gone, gone quiet. Manu Kone would love him. Jeremy Fringpong, that's just the key areas. More is a need, but none of these players are worth more than 50 million. Players are not worth any. Very rarely is there value for money. Like off the top of my head, right now, that McAllister thing to Liverpool, value for money. Obviously, if he doesn't perform, it's not value for money. But for every one of them deals, how many is there? For every somewhat deal Arsenal have got, there's been ones we've missed out on. If as long as you're and again, no matter how much due diligence, how much stuff you do in relation to a player, every player is a risk. But as long as they do the job, it don't matter what they sign for. Again, people only care about Pepe and Dombele, Maguire's price tag, you know, the multiple of them at Chelsea because they're not developing and they're not doing the job. No one cares about Van Dyke's because he's doing his job. Allison, he's doing his job. Bit different. Benjamin White, 50 million off the back of one Premier League season, doing his job. Nobody cares. Get a solid right back, then you have three solid centre-backs, two left-backs, and Tommy Asu plus signage, your defence would be solid. I love Tommy Asu in the same way I love Tini and Partey. But if we're moving, if we're trying to mirror City beyond the obvious, aspiring to do what you lot are doing, of course your players get injured, but it's durability. I love Tommy Asu. I love the guy. Even, even though he locked down Salah, he ain't had a great season. I can't bet on you to stay fit. I know there's going to be an injury, and I, I hope to God, I'm not trying to be negative. I hope, you have a, I hope every human being has great health and no injuries. But if I was a better man, I expect an injury. Partey's probably had the most fittest season he's had. Credit to him and, and whatever we're doing with him. But there's difficult, you know, I can't bet to use to say fit. Historically, Kieran Tierney, the best trait you could have is availability. And that's something beyond the obvious that I love about Declan Rice. Obviously, Arsenal taxi might pick up or not now, God forbid. But the man stays fit, really. So we're going to have to monitor these things closely, is all I'm saying. But you're right, man. Bro, we're finished as a club. United got Qatar. We're finished penny pinching. But hey, them clubs, they big up United, but them lot could do what they want to do. We need to do what we need to do, really and truly. And that's all I've got to say, man. Essentially. Hit the like button, guys. We all watch DG and loads. Don't take the two secs to hit the like. If you've hit the like button, one love. Can't believe anyone would want Savage at our club to even watch football. How can West Ham want more than 80 million DG? We're getting bumped. Churam is going to Liverpool for 55. English tax, Premier League selling tax, tourist tax. Really, it's not what you know, it's what you can hustle, and that's where Edu, Edu's gonna have to get his hustle on. Cancelo would be a great signing for Arsenal, he would, but sh I, sh boy, can't lie. This season, they have to win the league, they have to, they have to win the league. He's spent almost half a half a bill, minimum FA Cup and League Cup. If you narrowly miss out on the league, I mean, I would love to do that, innit? What I would say for Arsenal, you need to get top four as a minimum. I would love, I hope you challenge for the title, but you need to get top four as a minimum. In the Champions League, you need to get out of the group as a minimum. If you can win in a big game against a Real Madrid or something, give me a little nice day out or a nice moment for the fans, great. Don't embarrass yourselves and just go as far as you can. The FA Cup, anything less than Arsenal winning it. You know, Arsenal and Man United have won it the most times. Anytime we're in that and we don't win it, it's a failure. League Cup is not important unless you win it, but it's a trophy. A career is short, brings something home. 
and just on the on top of the obvious, keep improving. You know, as much as City are light years away from us, different level. But we threw it away. We threw it away because of our incompetence, not having options, being naive on a football pitch, inability to cope with injuries, naivety around that, and ultimately not psychologically controlling ourselves. Because the same things that led to our demise, West Ham away, Liverpool away, dropping points, they were there when we beat Brighton away. They were there in the United game when we won at the Emirates. They were there against Aston Villa away from home. They were there against Bournemouth. And don't get it twisted. Sometimes football is weird. You'll play good and not win. You'll play rubbish and win. You're going to have emotional games. This is what makes the game the, the most beautiful sport in the world. But they've been there. The problem is when you win, no one cares. And the problem is too many people look at things through weird lenses. Sometimes you just have to look at what you see. And I've been very passionate about Arsenal improving defensively. Not because I want to appear negative, because naturally you have to improve defensively. You know, there's teams below us that have probably suffered defensive injuries and coped with it. Why can't we? We all know we've got better defensive, a better attacking option, sorry, than, than defensive. But there has to be a, a reason for that on and off the field as to why we could cope with Jesus's injury, Eddie and Ketty are coming in and doing well, Truss up through the middle, and Saliba's injured and we're in trouble. We're in for a rude awakening next season. If things continue, we can't rest on our laurels. I like the progress we made, but we can't assume we're at a level that we're not. Article stating we have withdrawn our interest from Caicedo has been deleted. Listen, I hope there's a positive surprise in it. I hope Arteta and Edu were, you know, the burner account feeding that one day out. But I always believe Caicedo's getting Chelsea. I want to be wrong. I don't know nothing. I'm just pessimistic with transfers. And can you blame me? I've been burnt hella times. The problem is not Edu, but there's no money for transfer. That's a lie. That's a lie, though. Like, it's a lie. There might not be money to do the Man City thing, the Galactical thing, United with the, the Qatar, but we're capital. We're lying. We're chatting shit. If we say there's, sorry for the language, that there's no bread there, there's bread. If you had 70 odd million to bid for Mudrick, if you had big bank money for, for Kai Sado, there's bread there, because let's not lie to ourselves. On one hand, it's the football manager thing. You know, when you're bidding for players, you know, damn well they're not arriving at the club. Crazy. It's only logical, logical for Caicedo to be our backup plan. We are humble gunners. I can't lie. Have arts. I'm not, I'm not against you. But if we could just pull out of that and just confirm two, two signings, it would be great. In them, man, they're still on for 5 p.m., bro. Sorry, people. I'm just making sure that I can pattern a vid with Matisse. Sign Caicedo and Rice. Keep Partey and Jorginho. We're covered in right back and centre back during injuries. We'll get funds from the sales of Balogun, Holding, Xhaka, Cedric, Pepe, Tavares, and let well, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is leaving for free. So if you forget about that. Lokonga and Tavares might go for sale. You've definitely got money to spend. Maybe you just don't want to spend what teams want for them. Exactly, you know. And why is City? City have money to spend, but everybody, not as much as City, but everybody's been spending peas. Why is it relevant for City? Because City have shown a willingness to walk away. They walked away from Jorginho when he went Chelsea and there's plenty of others. Well, there's got to be a reason beyond City just being great and Pep being great. When they spend money, there's instant deliveries, really. You know, Grealish took a while to settle. Anyone that was watching City knew it was a matter of time. Haaland's a, a cyborg. You know, when they brought in Kevin and all these guys, it was lit. Ake, people turn up their nose to Ake. Look at himself, Akanji. I turn up my nose. He, I, No one can... Uh, listen, big up Akanji because you're signing the season. But I know one day it's going to come out that whatever Lab Harlem was brought in, they made a new clone, really. The Dortmund are doing something crazy with City. There is no way in God's green earth that that same Akanji that is doing great at City is the same one that was in Germany. There's no way. But that just shows you they're making things work. 
Didn't we just announce how much profit in the club? I don't know, my guy. Big up DG. Kronke is giving 230 million to buy players. I hope so. Akanji's a baller. Exactly. Look, moved away from Koulibaly. In hindsight, Chelsea should have taken heed in that. Koulibaly was big up everyone hitting the like button. He was one of them kind of men that was linked with clubs for time and nobody really bought him. False alarm. Article say, saying Arsenal have withdrawn interest in Caicedo is still available. This is why, you know, people need to stop adding two and two and getting a million. Just cool, man. If you wake up tomorrow and Caicedo and Rice isn't happening, fair enough. If you wake up and one of the two is happening, fair enough. I'm not saying you can't have opinions, but you can't. we can't control this. So just control yourselves, isn't it? But I wouldn't say we haven't got money. When it's all said and done, if we fall short after the transfer window, we as fans need to bring hell down and make our voices heard. I'm ready to fly down for protest, no cap. I mean, do the protesting. And I'm not saying fans can't, can't voice them, but put yourself in Kronk issues. If I own the Emirates, and I'm not saying I won't listen to fans. I'm not saying I don't want fans to be happy. I don't think a protest will work because in the last year or so it's probably been a bit more positive and think about it if i'm in my office and i'm cronky and i'm watching you look outside of my window at the emirates cool you don't make a noise you're gonna have to go home soon some of you got kids some of you got work tomorrow you're gonna have to go home soon you're gonna boo me what it's still gonna keep going like it's my club even though it's the fans club and i'm not saying that to be disingenuous this is the reality like you can scream shout stomp your feet about we've been here really and truly so psh, it is well it is man DG, you know the story. Tillerman has put pen, pen to paper and players in the shirt, then talk is just talk. There you have it. It's all just rumours at the end of the day. Until the officials come out and say we're trying to sign X, Y, Z, we don't know nothing. It can be argued that Edu's timidity, I can't say that word, cost us the league. You have to know when to be aggressive and when to be, you know, I can't say these words. I disagree. I think everyone's to blame. I think the players are to blame as well. In the same way I praised you for making this title challenge a, a, a thing, you lot crumbled. Same with Arteta. You was a bad boy last season. You've done great things, but you so, you also showed naivety. And also, Edu, we don't win, lose and draw together. When we win, it's not just down to one single man. I do have concerns about Edu. I would like a more experienced man, but reality is this is the project. This is what we're doing. Ed, Arteta, in sly little ways, I wouldn't say he's frustrated with Edu, but he kind of tells us we need to maximise the window. We need to do this. We need to do that. And Edu does kind of let him fall, fall short, but we're in this together. We can't lose a game and it's just one guy. I know that's how football works, but we're in this together. So I disagree with that. Even if I believe the jury is still out for certain, man. Keep or sell DG, Balogun, Enketia, Jorginho, Tavares, holding Pepe. Pepe, goodbye, lad. Uh, Pepe, goodbye. Tavares, goodbye. Holding, goodbye. Jorginho, you're going to have to stay until something comes in with midfield. I'm only, I, I don't want to sell Balogun, but Balogun's allegedly made clear that he wants to keep it moving. Um, Cut, Eddie and Ketty, are you the closest thing we've got to an out and out striker, excluding Jesus? So you've got to stay. No worries for that. Why are Chelsea acting broke? Like, you lot have Todd Burry. Why are you lot acting broke? Maybe tired of showing their hands. Apparently, as told, Rudy Galetia said, as told days ago, Chelsea are pushing to sign Caicedo from Brighton. Pochettino asked for him and the Ecuadorian players' priority. Talks are progressing well with Brighton. Understand Chelsea are set to make an official bid soon, people. Um, there you have that in it. So, there you have it. So, we'll have to see, man. We'll have to see. But what more can you say, really? There isn't anything else to really add onto, onto, onto things, essentially, folks. Any anything good Arsenal have done on the pitches from Pep?
I don't know. I don't know what, what protests will work. I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm just a football fan on YouTube with you. I don't know. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying a protest can't work, but realistically, what's it going to change? I'm not saying it won't work, but what's it going to change? Like, what is it going to change? Like in reality, like in society, what does it change? And I'm not saying that because protest should work. Make your voices heard. What does it change? You know, unfortunately, God, for, you know, God bless you. So Mark Duggan shot by police. We're still out here doing protests. What's it changing? Police still fucking racist. Like, what's going on? It's not changing nothing. Them oil dickheads always locking off the 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 the, the motorways and stuff, which they're not really stopping big companies, they're stopping innocent people. People are still things are still going on. Protests really it it, it, it provides a feel-good factor. You march, you stomp your feet. Um, and again, I think protests are needed in society, but tomorrow, what is the plan? You protest today, are you gonna protest tomorrow? As I said, you can protest all you want. Unless you're financially free, still gotta go to work, still gotta look after your kids. Hey. It is what it is. Unfortunately, it's just a, it's just acceptance. They could even include Gallagher into the deal. One thing Chelsea got his assets. Edu has proven that he can't get big name signings over the line and can only sign mainly South American players to the club. Bit harsh. Big up DG. Do you think we should go for a centre back if we get Rice? Yep. Have the luxury of Rice playing there. Obviously, if you sign a right back, Benjamin White can go over there. Sign a right sided centre back that can be a side man in the side and step in when required. But if there's a you know if Players being able to play in other roles means that we could be a bit more flexible and put resources towards other things. Go and do it, in it? Ideally, you want players that can play multiple positions and substantial depth. You know, ideally, you want two of every position, generally, as a rule of thumb. So, yeah, man. Really and truly. Eddie and Arteta are weak and we need new owners. I can't blame you lot for thinking like that, but it is what it is, man. Cannot have no excuse of having no money when we have Champions League this season. Just buy correctly. You don't need the biggest budget in the world. Like, just buy correctly. And this is why, once again, I keep saying the same things. I'll shut my mouth until the window's closed. If the window's closed and certain things are not addressed, then I think we're signing up for more of the same thing, really. And it would just show more naivety. And, of course, I'd love to be wrong, but the definition of insanity in life is doing the same things again and again. S1, love for you tuning in. And shout out to the YouTube members. Youngest squad in the league nearly beat arguably the best team ever to the Premier League title and people in the chat are saying we're finished do you even support Arsenal if you think that emotional stuff I'm not panicking as it's only an initial bid but if this rice still drags out for another two weeks then I'm really concerned about our transfer target and more so our transfer strategy how confident are you on the rice still bro I, out of 10 one not because that because I don't I'm not in the I don't know what's going on you know it all depends what you read I don't know you'd imagine there's some tangible kind of proof towards Arsenal going for him but I don't know I don't know Declan Rice I don't know Edu I don't know Arteta I don't know the West Ham counterparts I don't know what's been said so I can only deal with what's put at the forefront until people are holding shirts and scarves it just provides talking points for me and you lot man I hope Jesus scores 20 league goals man but I haven't got a guarantee I'm kind of being hopeful apparently the news about Arsenal pulling out of Caicedo was a mistake I, I hope it was but shh. Just make it happen, in it really and truly. I mean, I'm definitely going to play football manager later because I actually have Kai Sado and Rice in the Arsenal team, and we still didn't win the Champions League as well. Who else have I got? I got Zuba Mendy as well. I wish it was as easy as that, man. Protest is just a way to make you feel like you have a voice. The people, we do have a voice, but it's not going to change anything. These fat cats don't listen. The only time they've listened to a protest is 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 the Super League thing, and the Super League will be back. It, they just that they probably I believe the fat cats and the conspiracy dons in the in football, 
they just were gauging the market's interest and they saw that maybe the public weren't ready for it and they and they went back away really and truly because of everything. That's going to come back. Don't you rest assured. It's just going to be repackaged. Even And, and even that, my, myself included, I, I was thinking Super League, what's all of that? When you actually broke it down and looked at it, I'll be lying to you if I said it wasn't an attractive idea. Champions League is basically turning into that. Football is a universal world. But we're going to get into a reality where every team can get relegated, every team can get promoted. You're going to see a North London derby played in New York. You know, El Clasico, if it hasn't already, I'm talking not friendlies, officials, going to be played in Saudi Arabia. And on one hand, there's fans all over the world going to do that. But these lot only understand one language. It doesn't matter what continent you're from if you work in football. They only understand Guala. And who picks up who picks up the pieces typically? It's us. You have to, you know, you lot are paying inflated, and myself, inflated TV packages. T -t uh, shirts are going up and the rest of it, the many different ways. It's economics. The consumer always picks up the cost. And football is one of the best businesses to be in because, you know, obviously you're seeing the world, you know, we're basically in a recession. The cost of living is going up. Fans will still make sure their season tickets renewed. You know, certain man probably won't buy their youth a birthday present because they're going to spend tickets to go to Arsenal or whatever on the weekend. You know, it's that, that I don't even know the word, but we have this attraction to our football club regardless. I guess it's the one thing that's going to stay in your life, isn't it? You, you're going to go through life as a young man or woman, progress through puberty, etc. You're going to go through relationships. You're going to get new jobs. You're going to go through life experiences, but your club's always going to be there, excluding clubs that have gone into administration and ceased to exist. Arsenal as a club ain't ruthless on the field or the training win transfer window, sorry. I don't blame Arteta nor Edu for standing their ground to an absolute outrageous price for this player. Arsenal has never been a one-man team stuff. We've spent my worst money, in my opinion. My confidence comes from Edu being on the Edu's job being on the line. Dude is sacked as soon as possible if he doesn't deliver zero patience for him. You really do you really think that? Do we really think that? I listen, in the same way, if a manager or players aren't doing their jobs, we should act accordingly. Do we really believe that? I'm not too sure because if he gets 70% of the business done or if he brings in a, a midfielder or two, having got along with his team, got the, the boys to sign new deals, would he get sacked? Anything can happen, but would he really? Fratezi would be decent, but it seems like he's gone. Your honey might leave you, Arsenal won't. There you have it. I've put no, I've put on notifications on settings, but I'm not receiving them alerts. Check out the YouTube community tab. Again, YouTube might be doing me dirty like with Twitch. So, yeah, man, that's that. But just because I'm wary that I'm going to shoot a video with Matisse, hopefully he hasn't pulled out. Pause. Uh, at five, I'm going to love and leave you a lot, people. We still on for this? Yeah, he is, people. So just, in, just to make sure that, because I know he's pressed for time, we're going to get into that. Again, I've asked you a lot on the YouTube community tab on any questions you want Matisse to answer. On that note, first things first, I appreciate you lot for giving up your morning, afternoon, evening or night, depending on where you are. I appreciate all the different talking points you lot have presented. I definitely appreciate the support you lot give me. Yeah, check out the rest of the videos. Timestamps will be put in almost instantaneously. And I'll be back when there's something else to discuss, people. But for now, you lot stay in good health. Stay blessed. Stay safe. One love. <laughs> And I mean, if we're trying to cut.
man, cause he, like, Tell me something!